Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Sis. I'm, I'm Dad. I'm Sis. <laughs> I always want to go first. I go first. You always go first. You're Sis. I'm, I'm Sis. I'm Dad. You're Dad. It, we, we're semi getting a late start this morning. Yeah. It's still breakfast. It is. I mean, barely. we've been here for a while. I mean, it's, but it is our second to last show of the year. Mm-hmm. It's just me and you, which are my favorites. I love, I love just doing you and me. But what's crazy is our Chick-fil-A is practically empty this morning. It's so nice. It, <laughs> it. it should be like this every, every morning. Just, I, I don't know that Jeff would appreciate it if it was like this every morning, yeah. but it is kind of nice having kind of the whole place to ourselves. Um, we are a little, uh, I don't know, you know, obsessive, I guess. No, that, that's not the right word. We're a little... Um, we just like having the whole place to ourselves. Yeah. I know. It's spoiled. A little spoiled. That's the word I'm looking for. We're definitely a little spoiled. Well, although here in Dallas. There's not even a lot of um, Uber com- Eats. I know it. Well, because school's out. SMU's out. Yeah. Right? So they finished. And so normally we have Favor and Uber Eats in here because all the SMU kids don't want to get out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're just they're having food home. delivered. But here, um, the, the Chick-fil-A that we have been coming to for years and years and years is right across the street from Southern Methodist University. And when I say right across the street, I mean literally across the street. We could throw a rock at it. We could throw a rock at it. Uh, and it is located in what's called Highland Park or mm-hmm. the Park Cities. Mm-hmm. Well, Highland Park High School last night won their second back-to-back. So back-to-back, their second state football champs. So pretty much our theory is everybody's still in bed crashed because yeah, <laughs> it was it was a crazy. They played it at uh, AT&T Stadium. Mm-hmm. The quarterback for Highland Park is Jerry Jones' grandson. Jerry Jones Just owns the Cowboys. So much pressure on that kid. I, I can't imagine. But uh, he stepped up. It was a close, super close game. I saw the highlights early this morning. I mean, they won this thing in the last second. I mean, the kid's a stud. I mean, he's a stud football player. Highland Park's got a great football program. Uh, so it could be another reason why it's kind of quiet. School's out. Uh, big game last night. Everybody's still <laughs> sleeping sleeping off the celebration, I guess. Mm-hmm. And we got the whole place to ourselves this morning. So it's been actually kind of nice. We've just been hanging out in here, just talking and chatting, talking about the new year. Yeah. Has it been a big year for you? It's been one of the biggest one of the biggest ever monumental even bigger than the year you got married years. Yeah. because the year you got married think about it, the year you got married is also the year you graduated college graduated college you got married business. started a business that was a big year you I would guess. say this you would say this year rivals this year that life changing for sure how so? This is in next year is our last show of the year, so we'll save a lot of the year in review. I know we should talk about okay, this more. We'll, in that we'll talk about that because we'll do next week and this is a teaser. So next we'll week, reflect on it's going to be a year of highs and lows. Yep. Oh, oh. I better start thinking now. <laughs> I know it. A whole year of highs <laughs> whole and lows. Year we should probably start low. categorizing them by month. We should. And we have to go back and look at our calendars. <laughs> That's our teaser. Next year is going to be a whole year of highs and lows. Next year, next week. Next week. Well, hold no, on. Will it be? No, it's it's still yeah, it's, it's still, still next year. Now, here's here's what I'm going to. Last week we had one of our largest listener weeks since we started this. This will this podcast. week will be the lowest. Um, this week could because a lot of people are traveling. Although I am optimistic um, that a lot of people are. So here's the challenge I'm going to throw out to our listening audience: is this. Uh, direct messages on IG, mm-hmm. Breakfast with Sis Pod, mm-hmm. and send us a high and low from the year. I love it. And let's see, let's and we'll we'll read as many as we can. Yep. We may only get two. You yep. know, <laughs> it shouldn't take we'll, long. We'll give you a shout out. We'll give you a shout out. Or you can be anonymous. Or you can. Uh, that's right. You could be anonymous if you want. We can give you a shout out. But direct messages on breakfast with this pod on instagram and share with us your high low and if you have more than one i think that'd be great yeah we're going to do a year in review um the highs and lows from 2017 um but send us that i think that would be so cool and i'm the kind of the geek on the side of this thing uh, for you you just like hanging out and having breakfast and eating chicken minis drinking sweet tea and talking mm-hmm. and i i enjoy that too but every now and then i go into the analytics and kind of look at who's listening to the podcast and I was sharing this with you on the drive-in this morning. Uh, obviously, Dallas is our number one 
city. Mm-hmm. San Francisco is our number two city. And Batesville, Arkansas, shout out, Batesville, Arkansas is our number three most listener city. That's crazy. In the United States. Isn't that crazy? And we still have Great Britain, Canada, and Italy um, are our largest out-of-the-country mm-hmm. spots. I'm blown away that people uh, in other countries um, spend time listening to our podcast. But yay, shout out. Most of them are because their followers are yours. They're your followers. Probably not, but um, they can look it up. Yeah. But they follow you online, so it's hard not to follow you and not know what you play. Yeah, that's true. So that's going to be our big. That's going to be our big show. Uh, big podcast next week, and um, this week we've been talking about setting goals. Mm-hmm. You've been getting a lot of emails from coaches, and yeah, it's like they're they're Super Bowl. It is. <laughs> it is Super Bowl week. Well, they even know. in our business, we're closing out the year strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got people working next week. Um, we've got deals that we're closing next week. So it's for some people, it's it's a big, um, it's a big week. But you and I have just been kind of sitting down. You know, it's kind of goal setting. You know, I've been doing, and we've had this conversation in the past. I've, matter of fact, we've talked about it on four or five different, um, different podcasts. But I've been doing a ton of research just recently on stress yeah. and why stress is so important. And I'm pulling the thread. I'm pulling the stress thread, right? And I keep pulling it and, and keep going back and keep going back. And, and I'm to the point now that I'm finding research that's linking stress to happiness. Mm. And so, you know, we've talked in the past that stress, some stress is good, keeps us moving. Yeah. Too much stress could be unhealthy, not enough stress could be unhealthy, but the right amount of appropriate stress actually keeps us motivated, keeps us moving. So we've talked about that. But I'm, I'm also finding research that links our... Um, unhealthy stress to happiness and so I'm going okay that's kind of an interesting word Mm -hmm. happiness how people are happy um, and why people are happy and I'm realizing through what um, uh, the research has been done and the people that that write on it and talk about it happiness is actually a pretty big deal when it comes to engagement how engaged you are when it comes to how stressed out you are how much anxiety that you have it is fascinating. Hmm. Do you consider yourself a happy person? Yeah. I try really hard yeah. to make sure that I don't waste valuable minutes not being happy. Yeah. I would consider myself generally a happy person. I mean, yeah. normally when people come in contact with me, I, I tend to be pretty happy. And it's most of it is most, most of that's because I have a, a positive, optimistic outlook on life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's pretty interesting because when you start looking at why people are happy and why people are not happy, it has a lot to do with how they see life, mm-hmm. right? And kind of how they're wired and, and, and some key things. And there's some key takeaways we'll talk about a little bit later um, when it comes to happiness. But there's actually um, one person that writes on this he said Dennis Prager, um, who's written on this for years uh, and talked about it and studied it, et cetera, et cetera. He actually says that happiness is a moral obligation. Moral a obligation? moral obligation. And I, I, that so caught me, and I thought, really? A moral obligation to be happy? And he goes into a lot of great detail in, in, in the book that he's written on the, on the topic. But one of the things he says is that when you're married, when you have a spouse or when you have a partner or a significant other, that you're obligated um, not to be a constantly unhappy person because what happens is if you're a constantly an unhappy person, you mm-hmm. create multiple unhappy people around you. Mm, yeah, that's true. I mean, could you think, uh, just imagine, and I would consider Landon a fairly happy person yeah. on an ongoing basis, but could you imagine if he was miserable all the time? How that would, would make, make you him feel. miserable. It would make him miserable, and it'd make you miserable. That's why the saying, um, "Happy wife, happy, happy life." life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I always thought that was just kind of a fun saying, but now that I'm going through the research on this, I'm realizing, oh my it's gosh, true. that's so true. <laughs> <laughs> it is so true, and but it is, 
uh, happiness is a big key thing. So we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more as we kind of go through high-low this week. I'm actually proud of you. You haven't blown your nose the whole time that we've been on. We've been on coughed. for 10 minutes. And oh, you my have gosh. I feel like I need a sneeze. <laughs> it could be a sneeze any minute. We have a sneeze guard on, so we have a windscreen, so yeah. we can change it out if we need to, which I got new windscreens. I know. So I ordered a pack. I haven't used it yet. Um, but I, I carry a half a dozen windscreens now with me. Just in case. Well, if we ever have a guest on and they feel like there's cooties in the windscreen, I'm going to pull out a fresh new windscreen. And so somebody will have a new windscreen. High low this week? Um, I think I know the low. Yeah, low probably can tell that I'm sick. sick. I know. Oh, baby girl. I have felt so bad for you, too, because I think we compounded it. I think you had a little bit of a head cold. Mm Mm-hmm. And you were such a trooper. And I got to tell you, took me to major, major brownie points. You went to Montana with us for Grandma's birthday. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. But we took you to the mountains up to about six, seven, eight thousand 8,000 feet. And mm-hmm. that little head cold <laughs> became a vice. Yeah. I could just see it. Your eyes turned so red. You could just see how miserable you were. Your head the felt like it was going to explode. Oh, my it? gosh. I know. It. It's worse than going on an airplane ride. Because at least on an airplane ride, you get a little bit of that pressure, but it's still a pressurized cabin. Mm-hmm. So it kind of normalizes it. Mm-hmm. You go up to the mountains, you could feel it, couldn't you? Oh, my gosh, yeah. And you said it when you when we landed back in Dallas. It what did like, you say? So the pressure, Almost instant relief. Almost, yeah. Yeah. But still, it was a lot. You've been it sick. was. You've been sick for a while. I know. You think it's just your body unwinding, going, oh, I'm done. Maybe. Probably. <laughs> i got to get all this out. Probably. Although you did tell me this morning you did not know how much snot, that, that much snot not could come out of one person's head. <laughs> it's like Blow gallons. My nose and then like two minutes, it's like a whole other. It's like gallons and gallons and gallons. It's insane. So has that been your low, just not feeling well? Yeah. I mean, it's been nice because it really has kicked me in the butt of not doing anything. Made you slow down just a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. But. I feel like I'm wasting my, it's like this Wasting weird, your time off. Yeah, I'm wasting my time off being sick. It's this weird <laughs> of like I want to do nothing, but then I don't want to do like absolutely nothing. I have this weird of like I'm we either did a whole all show the on way this. on or all the way off. We did a whole show on I this. I don't know in between. There is a lot of pressure to do nothing. I even it wrote is. A, I even wrote a blog what post. Do do? Remem- remember the blog post I wrote yeah. about this? Doing nothing is hard. It's so hard. It's either like... <laughs> Literally doing nothing. I may nothing. have to go back and, re- and and repost that because it is so stinking hard to do nothing. Remember when mom and I went on vacation to Carolina mm-hmm. and she said, what are we going to do? And I said, nothing. She said, okay, great. When, what are we going to do? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, uh, it's like, I got to have a list to do nothing. I know. Okay. First, nothing I'm going to do is sit on the beach. The second, nothing. And I felt so much pressure to do nothing. It's hard. It it's is. It's so hard. Although, and we've, we've said this before, your body is wonderfully and beautifully designed. And if it gets to the breaking point, <laughs> it will turn off and mm-hmm. do nothing. <laughs> yeah. It will do nothing for you. So I tell people this at work. For me. I tell people this at work all the time. I know you're not feeling well. I know you're trying to muscle through. God bless you. But ultimately, you'll get to a point your body will switch off, and mm-hmm. then you will really not be able to do anything. Mm-hmm. So take care of yourself from that standpoint. Did you have a high this week? Um, I mean, high was hanging out with you. And That's mom. so sweet. You yeah. did get to see Big Brother oh. and your sister-in-law, Miss Misty. Yeah. You know, did you hear the story about, you know, she's a like a big-time freaking war hero. Did you hear that story? Yeah, I was there. She the is, table. I mean, she's she's a bad A, man. She I was injured. Really she was understand. injured in Afghanistan uh, through, uh, I th- I th- if I heard, if I heard um, Aunt Tracy right, it was an incoming shell that hit their caravan um she's a marine i mean she she's bad to the bone and she was injured they wanted to send her home she said nope i want to finish out my tour and so she went back and finished out her tour so it was her birthday last week or no this week it's still this week it was her birthday this week i know this whole week from the last time we did our podcast to like this podcast i feel like it's been like two weeks i know it does i know it does so we did spend time in the mountains um <laughs> Which I will say that I'm funny. very shocked that my half brother came from you. <laughs> He's nothing like us. He's tall. He's taller than I am. 
He's he is. he is like us. Tyler he is, is balder too. He, I I am. All I can say is I'm so sorry. I did not do that. Yes, you did. <laughs> My baldness is in the back. This is this is all over. And so oh. you know what's crazy as a little kid. I mean, he had wire brush hair. I mean, his hair was so thick as a little kid, you couldn't get a comb through it. It was crazy. It was out of control thick. And now the poor kid doesn't have any. Yeah. I felt so bad for him. I know it. So he had a birthday, and then Grandma. Grandma turned 80. Mm-hmm. That's big time. So that was my family duties for the... <laughs> Your family duties for the year. Generation. So this is what's, this is what's so Decade. funny. This is what's so funny. And although we did hook Grandma up with... Um, uh, podcast on her iPhone so she can actually listen to our podcast now. Mm-hmm. We'll see if she if she actually does that. We may have to get her headphones or something. I don't know if she knows how to get it all on. But we did show her how to listen to the podcast. So, Grandma, Oklahoma. Tyler Misty, Oklahoma. All of us, Texas. Mm-hmm. Aunt Tracy, Billings, Wyoming. No, Montana. Billings, Montana. Montana. And so, everybody but her and Gary, right? Her husband live either in you know three to four hours away from each other. Yeah. And Aunt Tracy says, "Hey, I got a great idea. Let's fly everyone to one of the coldest states in the <laughs> in the United States, and we'll all meet up here." And at first, I thought, "Oh, this is a really bad idea. It it's going to snow. It was gorgeous. The weather was absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. Absolutely perfect. We were at Red Lodge." Uh, mountain. Well, mm-hmm. it's not, it's Red Lodge is the name of the city. The mountain is called um, Beartooth. Beartooth Mountains. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. We took some pictures and and the day we left, it started snowing. Mm-hmm. How bad was it snowing? It was sis? really bad. It was really bad. We they left had the perfect time. They had to de-ice our plane twice before we really? could take off. Yeah, I crashed. you crashed once you got in. They were we American no Airlines idea. stepped up. And give us a little Christmas present and upgraded all three of us uh, to first class. They basically they oversold the flight and they needed yeah. our seats. I was the only executive platinum on the plane, <laughs> so they said, "Mr. Rudwell, we need your seats. Can we put you in first class?" And I'm like, eh, "Let me think about that." Yes. Uh, yes. So it's very kind. So we got up there. You got in that big cushy seat. Clunk, he crashed. Mm-hmm. They de-iced us twice, Dang. and when we took off, it was almost a blizzard. Really. Got up this morning and looked. Six degrees in Billings, Montana. Oh my gosh, and I'm so glad is, we left when we did. It is. It is definitely winter. They're going to have a white Christmas, no doubt. But we did get to see snow. We went up in the mountains and there was snow on the ground. It did not snow while we were there, but there was snow on the ground. It was It was kind of pretty. It was really Can pretty. Can you believe that tomorrow is Christmas Eve? You know, I've been a week off on this whole thing. I mean, I'm sitting do there. Do you have your secret Santa gift bar? I do. Thank you very is much. Is it wrapped? No, it's not. Oh I'm going to put it in the. Uh, I'm going to put it in, put it in, in the bag. classic Christmas bag. Oh my gosh! I actually wrapped my gifts. You're so sweet. You did. Yeah. I have not wrapped it, so I may wrap it. I may pull out some paper and do my best wrapping origami. Or just put it in a bag. Or just put it in a bag. I may just put it in a bag. But yes, I got my secret Santa done. Good job. I got my Christmas present. I bought my I bought myself a Christmas present. I didn't really buy anything. I traded my road bike, my really fast road bike, in for a new hybrid hybrid bike. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a mini trail street bike, and so it didn't cost me anything. But it's new. They custom ordered it and custom built it. Um, it's kind of cool. Right it after. I'm hoping that it's it's a little cold in Dallas today. Now I say that, and people in the north are going, "Uh, you lightweight." It will actually. It was 35. It was 35 when we got up this morning, so it was chilly. One chill was mm-hmm. about 20 mm-hmm. Fahrenheit here, uh, but it's going to warm up to 50 soon as we're done uh, with the podcast. I upload the podcast, then I'm going on a bike ride. I can't wait. Well, we have our challenge. You know, we have our healthy holiday challenge mm-hmm. going. And I talked to my boss, Jenny Kissling, last night and wished her a Merry Christmas because I won't see her until after Christmas. And she said, well, I uploaded all of my activity on the website. She said, I just want to let you know I'm now ahead of you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> because I was ahead of her last week, and she has been super active, and now she's ahead of me. So I said, well, i got a couple bike rides coming in this week, so I'm going to try to 
I'm going to try to get back in front of you. She's pretty competitive. She'll probably go run a half marathon this weekend just, so just to stay in front you. of me. I know. It. She's just a little bit on the competitive side, That's which funny. I love it. I absolutely love it. She's one of the best leaders uh, I've come in contact with in quite some time, so it's fun. So you had a – you had a the low was just being sick. The high was got to spend time with family. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. It was kind of an early Christmas. We did a what, – what did Dan Tracy call that? A she dirty, called it a dirty, dirty Santa. Santa. Dirty Santa. I think it's like secret Santa. Well, was it a secret Santa? Or it white was almost, elephant. It was a white elephant, but none of them were white elephant gifts. They were all – they were boxes of – they were thematic boxes that had little bitty gifts in them. Mm -hmm. And they were all fun. But we did it kind of like a um, – is, is that called a – um, I think it's white elephant. A white elephant, like where you pass it around. Yeah, you pick and steal. And yeah, and you pick and steal and There's a lot of different names. It was kind of fun. It was kind of fun. Although it was. your favorite one got grabbed and I know <laughs> strategy by your dumb brother. <laughs> but you ended up pretty. You ended up all right. You had the Amazon gift card and a couple other things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mom ended up, she wanted the Bark Box, which had all things for dogs in it, but Misty ended up with, with that. Um, I think we ended up with some um, Yeti mugs. I think yeah. Yeti mugs going to be the big gift this year. Anything Yeti. I thought it was big last year. Yeah, I think it's going to be big again this year if you go into retail. What do you think the big gift is this year for Christmas? I don't know. I remember the year Tickle Me Elmo was like the biggest <laughs> gift. You're so Everyone funny. wanted it. You're so funny. There are a couple toys. I, I met with somebody on my team yesterday, and this she told me like she's trying like to find it. These silly little monkeys that you put on your fingers. I think that's like what she was talking about. Or something. Yeah, I think like that's, that's so so dumb. I haven't seen any of that, so I don't know what the big gift is this year. I think it's that. I, yeah, I haven't seen. I mean, when you watch TV, I mean. You, you're not just inundated with any one thing. Well, we don't watch TV that has kids commercials on it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So I don't know what the it's big. All like I don't know Amazon, what the gift is. I think Alexa's. iPhones are going to be huge. Mm. I think Google Home is going to be huge this year. I think um, it's not called Alexa. What's what's the Amazon? Is it called Alexa? We call ours Alexa. That's the name the of the dot. The dot. I think those are going to be big. I think Homes type stuff. Like that, it's going to be kind of, it's going to be kind of big. Electronics are always going to be big. Yeah. So, have you got your secret Santa? I had my secret Santa. Twenty-four hours after we drew. Um, I planned ahead. Oh my gosh! I knew I had a fifty-fifty chance. <laughs> what do you mean you knew you had a fifty-fifty chance of getting someone? <laughs> a boy or a girl? Yeah. So <laughs> I bought them way early. You are so you are the best gift giver on the planet. There's no I question. Like you should be a professional gift giver. No, Maybe that's part of your new business plan no next year. Which, speaking of that, that that's we've been kind of talking about goal setting for next mm -hmm. year. And everybody's getting ready to go through it. We're doing it at the, at the office. Uh, a lot of individuals, a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to this podcast um, have their own business or mm -hmm. out hustling. And they're all getting in, into that spot that uh, they need to start thinking about some goals. And that's why you've been inundated with coaches emailing you going, hey, buy our stuff, buy our stuff. Um, hopefully we don't make anybody mad, but our leadership tip today is we're basically going to give everybody some free coaching I know. on goal setting. Um, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't go out and get a good coach. Um, I'm all for getting a good coach. Um, good coaches are important, and everybody should have one. Again, yeah. back to the board of directors. If I didn't directors. have you, I would have to have one. Yeah, that's yeah, that's probably true. I should Is be charging you. Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> I guess I am in a way, charging your time. <laughs> I get you every Saturday morning, right? Well, you also pay for my breakfast too. Oh, so. that's true. You know, if I added up all of the money I've spent buying you and Brendan meals post leaving home <laughs> 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 probably could have made a couple mortgage payments <laughs> on your house it's still cheaper than fully supporting us you know it's i think it's the best investment i could possibly make yeah. I'd, I'd do it i'd do it again in a heartbeat so as you start the new year a couple things every every person that's listening to the podcast a couple things you need to know if you're whether you are i had this conversation with um <laughs> One of the young ladies that works for us, she's on my team in mm -hmm. India. So she's on our India team, which I just got my visa to India, so I'm going next year. Very wow. excited about that, yeah. And she asked me 
you know, what are, what, are, what are some of the things I need to be thinking about? So whether you work for a business, whether you're in your business, or whether you... Hold uh, on, you have to have a visa to go into to India? India? Yes, you do have to have a visa. And it's a, Even it is if you're a just huge, visiting? Yes, it's a Why? huge process. Um, because that's, I mean, China's the same way. I mean, it's just kind of a protected... I went to Japan and I only... Uh, Japan it. wasn't that way. I know it. Certain countries require it. In certain countries, it's hard. Uh, Brazil, you have to have one. Really? Uh, China, you have to have one. India, you have to have one. Yeah. That's so, weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird. So regardless, um, if you're hustling, if you're an entrepreneur, if you work for a company, doesn't matter. Uh, a couple things you need to know. Number one. Your purpose. You got to know your purpose. You got to know your purpose. Um, it helps to know your purpose. Um, I think this goes back to happiness, which goes back to engagement, which goes back to stress. It goes I back to every, you have to have, it's I like think the, it goes back to everything. The and a lot of people don't know their purpose. The and foundation to everything. Here comes, here comes, here comes our buddy John, man. He's, hey, good morning. How good are morning. you? Merry Christmas. It's good to see you, man. It's good to see you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's the director of operations uh, for Chick-fil-A. He is just the most delightful person in the he world. He calls me sister. I know, he calls sister. I've never seen him without a smile, have you? No. I mean, he's just a great guy. So, um, there's a the squirrel. There's a lot of people who function at a pretty high level and are very successful by their definitions that don't have a purpose. And so, a lot but of people will listen going, ah, this purpose stuff is blah. Yeah, I think their success is, um, I don't know, it's not as meaningful. I would argue they really do have a purpose. They just haven't articulated it or, they, or they're or they in a little bit of denial that they have a purpose. I would argue that someone who um, finds high level of what they define as success in life, um, that they find that they're happy, that they're moving forward, I would argue that they really truly do have a purpose, that they just haven't articulated it. They've internalized it in some way. Mm-hmm. They just haven't articulated it. I would... I would also come back and say it's very meaningful um, and helpful if you can sit down and articulate what your purpose is. Yeah, I think it really hones in because I I know I had this problem of, especially for like entrepreneurs or creatives, that they want to do everything. Yes. See, and purpose I was helps keep so focused. I was like gumby and being stretched in a lot of different directions too many different creates anxiety creates stress creates all this other stuff and a lot of times you get in the wrong lane and you're and you're just unhappy Mm -hmm. so what would you say your purpose is my purpose is to inspire others through creativity i think i think that totally nails who you are yeah because you're so creative and you use your creativity to inspire others mm-hmm. whether um, just for a moment of happiness when they put on one of your custom jackets yeah. and they walk with their head high through you know through the city and everything um, they're inspired and they're they're lifted up their spirits if you do a mural mm-hmm. uh, inspiring thousands of people you know how many selfies were taken in front of your murals this year it was a insane lot. i know it, it lot, was insane it was insane your classes that you do Every time you do a class, you inspire other through inspire others to be more creative mm-hmm. through your creativity. Your book, oh my gosh! Oh, by the way, we should announce this because we haven't announced this. You got the recent numbers on your book came out in April. Yeah, I did announce it. Not last, last week. Yeah, huh? Uh, did we talk about it? Yeah, we should we do it again. About a tattoo. Oh, that's right. We should talk about it again because it's big. It's alright. No, it's not that big. How many? Deal. Twenty thousand books. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's New York Times level. No, it's not. You, and you literally said that last time. I did. Too. I know it. I'm gonna say it again because it's it's big time. How many? So that's that's over twenty thousand. That's twenty thousand people that have been inspired mm-hmm. through creativity. So everything you do, I think it's a great purpose. Um, you asked me what mine was. Mine is to help others find their true or their full potential that's in a life. Good one. Um, and you know I, that's. That's that's why I'm, that's how I'm wired, and so everything I try to do, I try to get into that lane, just like everything you do. And mm-hmm. so we were talking about your roadmap this morning, and you know things that you put on your roadmap, you you will discover that if they don't fit within your purpose, you will discover very quickly you won't like doing them. They yeah. w- they'll feel forced. They'll feel you know, like For they're example, muscling. Wedding. Yeah. It's hard to. 
you enjoy doing them, but uh-huh. it's it's not um, helps pay the bills. Yeah, but it, it wasn't it wasn't it hitting doesn't, your yeah. sweet spot on your purpose, and That's it felt a I lot like them. work, didn't well, it? Well, I don't hate them, but it, it felt a lot like work. Very. Much. It was hard, and you're look, you're really good at them. Uh, people love them. You've done some pretty big time weddings this year, mm-hmm. but they weren't as fulfilling if you took that same energy and if you did a mural, for yeah. instance, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All day long. You do. <laughs> you, I know. I don't look at that and be like, oh, it's right over. I'm like, I want to get it over with and right. send it out the door and right. don't want to look at it ever again. So some of the things that we talked about on your roadmap this morning were things that leaned more into your purpose. So mm-hmm. number one, if your business, uh, doesn't matter. Um, if you're breathing, <laughs> we'll just put it in that category. Pay attention to what your purpose is. If you, if you don't do anything else between now and the end of the year, just sit yeah, down. Yeah, you don't and even write have down. to have an entrepreneur. No, crew. you don't. You just have to. You, uh, it helps to understand what your purpose is. Mm-hmm. Write it down. Tell somebody uh, that that's number one. Number yeah. one. If you do that, you're going to be off at a great start in 2018. That's number one. Number two. Number two. Board of directors. Mm-hmm. How many times have we talked about this? All the time. All the time. It's time to reflect. If you already have a board, it's time to reflect. Is it the right board or do I need to change out my board next year? It's a great time to do it. Mm-hmm. First of the year, right? And three you types of people. Yeah. I have a hard time Thank you. that I feel like people assume. assume. Right. That's a so great point. this week I'm going to, to tell my board directors. That is a great point. Little card. Dad. <laughs> I'm your chairman. You're my I'm chairman, chairman of, my of the board. board. I'm the grayhead one, right? Yeah. So name the three types. What's the three types of people you need on your board? <coughs> Excuse me. You need to have someone below you. Somebody you're bringing along. That you're bringing along. Yep, very good. That you can mentor. Or Why is that important? I've always felt like, especially when... Um, I always relate it to like when I was in school, I always remembered or helped know what I was studying if I taught someone else. That's massive. Ding, 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 ding. I'm so proud of you. Ah. That's it. We learn as much by teaching mm-hmm. others as we do by just gathering information, mm-hmm. right? The we real transformation happens when we're telling the story, when we're teaching others mm-hmm. other things. So. We should always have somebody that we're bringing along, mm-hmm. right? Excellent. That's number one. Number two. And what's really funny is when they stump me on, like, I am being a mentor, and she's like, "Did you do this for this, this, and this?" I was like, "Man, I didn't." I know, but and, I and so should have. And so I always refer to this person as fresh eyes. Yes. Right, because exactly. they see things I was we like, don't I didn't see. Even think about. Thank that. you. So it is so important to have somebody on your board that you're bringing along who is behind you, not at the same place as you, fresh eyes, right? And, yeah. and it's so fun because now that also implies that you have to be in learning mode yeah. to have that person in your life, right? We have like an inch of napkins here keeping you, <laughs> keeping you de-snotted. So, all right, who's number two? Someone that is with you kind of going along in the same journey as yeah, you are same season. Same, same season yeah same season kind of a peer somebody who can relate yeah so i mean and you've you've got a ton of these people I in your life yeah it's identifying the one now I do they like have to be have your bff more than one. you can you just got to keep it focused if you get too far out then i think like two uh, that's it's a good balance i wouldn't disagree with you i'm not going to argue with I it i have too many people that are you need to have the same stage. You need to have one though that is kind of your go-to. I do have my one. All right. Now, I'm gonna tell her. Does it have to be your BFF? She'll probably figure it out on Monday. <laughs> probably. Does it have to be your BFF? No. No. That's and that's the other thing. A lot of times. She doesn't even live in the same state as me. Awesome. Uh, that's really good. A lot of times, I also recommend that this particular person doesn't do what you do. So, in other words... It like another calligrapher? Another or calligrapher artist? or yeah. another artist. I agree. Sometimes I recommend that. doesn't have to be the case all the time, but... Which Amanda, she doesn't do exactly what I do, but she's creative. So, I think But you it's need a to different type of creative. Yeah, she's but the, not same in the same brain wave. So, why is it important that they, that they may not have to do exactly what you do? Um, well, exactly would be like... Oh my gosh, it's Santa. 
It is Santa. <laughs> Sweet. He's motorcycle Santa. Motorcycle Santa. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Why why would it well, be Well, there important? could be like um, underlining competition or... Could be. True. Yeah. Could um, be. They could also be biased, right, yeah. from the standpoint of they they know everything that you know. But if you get somebody who doesn't do exactly what you do, mm-hmm. a lot of times, again, fresh eyes. Yeah. A lot of times they see things or they would ask questions that you wouldn't think about because they're completely different area mm-hmm. of life. So it doesn't have to be. And it's I just a recommendation. I tell Amanda all the time that we would be very dangerous living in the same state. Together. Oh, my gosh. Because no. our wheels are just always spinning of, like, new ideas. Now, you know, same season, she is getting ready to have a baby. Yeah, but same season in, like, business world. Oh, oh well, I would say same season in life, period. Because well, think about I'm it. I'm just going to forever not be in anyone's season. That's not true. Yes, because I'm not having babies. But, but but sis, there's a lot of people right now in that season that don't have babies. Yeah, I don't think it's ever going to stop her. For All I'm saying is having that person in the same season, there's relatability in a lot of different areas, not just business. You need somebody who can relate to you at home with the husband. So somebody who is married, somebody who is working, somebody who... Had, likes cats. Oh, that narrowed the list way down. But somebody who Whatever. who isn't having kids right now, that's the same season. That's uh, what I'm talking I about. Same season. I don't. I'm the one. I'm the chairman here. I'm, <laughs> I don't. All I'm saying is the reason for that a lot is of women relatability. Would be, a lot of, of women relatability. Would, would hit you on the side of the head. All I'm saying is relatability. All I'm saying is a baby doesn't change everything. Okay, in so I'm career. saying. It, no, it doesn't. But I'm saying relatability. If you're struggling with, if you're struggling with having too much work to do, because I mean, think about this. You call somebody up. They have a they have a newborn at home, and they're mm-hmm. sleeping two hours a night, and having to work a full time job and take care of a husband. And you call up and say, oh, "I only got ten hours of sleep last night. I'm so stressed. I'm going to have to work all day." It's hard for them to relate because they're breastfeeding and up three times a night and changing poopy diapers. So and then that's your why biggest cha- like and your biggest challenge. People. You could have two if you wanted. Because one can be in the same career setting and one can be in the same life stage setting. Uh, okay. If okay. If you just get too many, you get too many. But I, 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 I'm, not, not I'm not going to disagree with that. Person that I'm not going to disagree with that. Same. Literally, I can name a couple. I can name a couple right now. I can Who? name. You mean name names? Go for it. Uh, Monica. She's not in the She's entrepreneurial life. D- no, it didn't have to be entrepreneurial life. I just told you, same season so that they, they can relate. And she would see things. But she can't relate to anything that I do about like. That's She's in the business world. Uh, yeah, but it's a different business world. Uh, I, I have, Okay. It's your it's your board, not mine. Um, uh, let me name another one. Let me name. Monica another. is a good one. She is my she's my personal one. Amanda's my my creative business one. Business one. Okay, I can't go so to Monica. That, okay, so to talk in that case, you have two. You have a business and a personal. Thank you. Okay. All right. That's what I was trying to tell you. Though. I think sorry. I think it's possible to have one the same, but in your particular case, I could probably still think of some others. Monica is definitely one of mine, but on a personal level. I think she would be good on a business level too. I'm not trying. I'm pretty sure she listens, but I'm not trying to like dodge her creativity because she is in marketing and all that stuff. But it would be I would feel a little harder she for her. She deals to like with clients all day long. She she deals with clients ideas. all day. I'm not an entrepreneur. Uh, stumped you on that one, didn't I? I but just you something to think about. Are. Just think you about it. You kind of were. Well, okay, so you could say the same thing about. A lot, of, a lot of people. I'm, and I'm not trying to talk you out of your board. Your board's your board. We're just trying to offer guidance to people listening. Amanda's going to be mad at you. I, trying hey, to talk me out of my board. No, I yeah. think Amanda is amazing. I'm just saying when it comes to relatability, at some point in time, she's going to be dealing with poopy diapers. And your biggest, your biggest issue in life is you only got 10 hours worth of sleep and you had to go to work all day long. And she's going to go, wow, if I only had that problem. Yeah. <laughs> Now, okay. there's some other things There's some other things that, I mean, look, from a creative side, Amanda's been on the show 
I think she is a stud. She is. She is a stud. I love her to death. And by the way, she should be on your board. You're just saying that because uh, No. I think she's I think she's awesome. She brings a level of wisdom that you need. And so I just wish she lived closer than Denver. And that she doesn't have a baby. No, are you kidding? She needs she needs a dozen of them. She does. Um, she and I'm like saying I'm saying that because I'd like to have one or two. But that's all right. I got cats. I don't even like cats, yeah. but I got cats. <laughs> you know I love you, sis. I don't care. You can do whatever you want. Good. Okay, what's who's the third person? Third person. Oh, we should recap because we've been squirreling on that for a little bit. First person is somebody who is oh, Santa. Santa. I know it. Don't get so excited. <laughs> it's Harley Davidson Santa. He has a hat on and everything. I know. First person is recap. First Someone person is below you. Behind you, not below you. Never. No one's ever below you. Behind, behind you, right? Someone behind you. Oh look, football player showed up with his state championship medal on. Sis, see him right there. There he's got his medal on. So he, he may get a standing ovation Gosh, when he walks through. We're squirreling way too much. All right, first person is somebody Someone who is behind below you. Behind you. No. Behind. Gosh, <laughs> I was just <laughs> about to say. Oh, there's another football player for his medal on. Now they're coming out. Now of they're bed. coming out. They're starting it's like past, it. It's not Someone, even breakfast. Someone who is at the same season as you. Behind you. Someone behind you. Someone same season. That's the that's the second one. Who's hey, third one? Santa prays. Sweet. I always knew Santa prayed. <laughs> Thank you. Because you can see him over my shoulder. I can't see Santa because he's sitting behind me. Yeah. Uh, so that's awesome. That's good. Uh, Who's third person? <laughs> Someone who's with you in the same stages of life, life. Yeah. or career. So that could be two people. Yes, it could be. And then the third person is? Um, third person is an honorary chief executive. <laughs> Someone ahead of you. Mm-hmm. The gray haired. I call him the gray hair. That would be me. Gray haired, skin knees, scar tissue. Been there, done that. Somebody who owns a lot of t shirts. They don't have to have, they don't ha- always have to have a gray hair. No, they do not. I, that's metaphorically speaking. Because in the Bible it says wisdom comes with gray hair, it means wisdom. And that's the only reason I say that. My hair's only semi gray. Like they just need to be ahead of you. <laughs> Look, you're so young, somebody ahead of you may not have gray hair. Yeah, it could be like but a 30-year-old or a You need someone who has, some, who has some laps around the track. Definitely. That's who you need. Somebody who has had some experiences that can speak from experience. Yeah. That's who you need. So you need a board. You need a board. So recap, going into a new year, you need purpose. Understand your purpose. You need to check and adjust your board. Mm-hmm. Make sure you have a board in place. You need to make sure you got the right people on your board. And then the final thing, as you start to set um, your goals for next year, you need a roadmap. Yep. You need a roadmap. And Which is a little hard. Why is it hard? Because we talk about this all the time. When I overthink things and never really... I stress about it too much or it never really mm-hmm. turns out. But then when I don't really plan or think things, it happens. Yeah. So a roadmap is just providing um, kind of markers along the way. If you sit down and you write everything out in a, in a detailed spreadsheet, um, and then if it doesn't happen exactly that way, it can be very frustrating. Mm-hmm. But a roadmap allows you to check and adjust. You ever heard your GPS say, um, changing course? Yeah. Recalibrating. Read, read, read all our team photos. Stop. You're getting distracted. That's awesome. Well, they're, hey, they're state champs. Are you kidding? That's totally awesome. The one kid still has his um, black underneath his eyes on this morning. I don't think he's been to bed yet. Oh, my gosh. I know it. That's, uh, hey, that's big time. Back-to-back state championships. That's your time. Squirrel. Uh, um, so... A roadmap allows you to check and adjust. Yeah. Here's some places that we're going to head toward, and if we need to recalibrate, we'll recalibrate. So you need a roadmap, and that and that roadmap is what are the big milestones? What are the big things that I need to do? So number one, what are the things I need to do or have to do, right? In order to make a living. In order to make a living, in order to pay the bills, whatever the case may yeah. be. And what are the things I would like to do? Mm-hmm. So your roadmap's going to have things on it that here's, See, like, here's where I need to do. like this time last year, I had no idea that 
I would have like murals or hand painted jackets. Or I think this time last year you didn't know about. Did you know about the book last year in December? Uh-huh. Did it? I thought it came up in like February, but maybe it was the end of December or something like that. I think I did. But it was real close My to that. My ears are blurring together. I know it. I know it. But in November, the book wouldn't have been on the roadmap. Mm-mm. But you allowed a spot on your roadmap to say, here's the other things that inspire me. Right? Yeah. So what are the things you have to do? What are the things that you would like to do? And you should have a roadmap. And the roadmap basically consists of, and I, I jotted down a couple of things to make sure that you have the right kind of roadmap. Yeah. All right? Number one, your roadmap needs to be simple. Mm-hmm. And here's what I mean by that. If you look at your roadmap and there's 400 things on your roadmap, abort, abort, abort. <laughs> Too many things. Yeah. It's got to be simple. What are the couple of categories, right? What are the couple of things that you need to do? Two, three, four to max, right? Things that you need to do. They need to be measurable. Mm-hmm. This is important. If you can't not measure progress on your roadmap, on the things that you have to do and the things that you'd like to do, if you can't measure progress, you'll get frustrated because you won't know if you're making progress. Explain that more. So, for instance, um, when you look at your roadmap, one of the things uh, that you're looking at doing from a creative standpoint is uh, you're going to continue your classes that you're doing this year. Mm -hmm. You did a ton of classes last year. You're going to do classes. So you can measure how many people attend those classes and how many classes you're going to have, mm-hmm. right? That's a measurable destination. Now, and the, uh, the opposite example is if somebody came in and said, okay, on my roadmap this year, I'm going to be creative. That's what I want to be this year. I want to be creative this year. And I would say, awesome. How are you going to measure that? Because if you just tell me I'm going to be creative... Uh, and, but you can't tell me how you're going to measure it. How do you know if you've done that? That's so true. Right? So I won't be creative by publishing um, an article. I'm going to be creative by um, painting my first mural where somebody sees it. Right? So just tell me how you're going to measure that. What's the, what's the thing? You know, in business, you know, we measure things are measured by, you know, revenue and by margins. But there's also things that you can measure from engagement and stuff like that you you can't move what you can't measure That's you got to be true. able to measure right so it's got to be simple it's got to be measurable and it needs to be focused on your purpose mm-hmm. so if you say that your purpose is to inspire others through creativity and you put something on your roadmap that um, doesn't inspire others and doesn't use creativity abort 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 yeah <laughs> right and that's a good check because what will happen is it will feel miserable. Now, some people are listening, they're working a job and they're, they've got a side hustle going on mm-hmm. and they really feel like their purpose is the side hustle, but they're having to work a job and the job isn't creative, but mm-hmm. maybe their side hustle is creative, right? But they feel like they have to go to work and blah, blah, blah. Here's what I would, here's what I would tell those people. Um, you should always look for how to fulfill your purpose in what you're currently doing. Right. So, for instance, if 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 your purpose is to inspire others through creativity Mm -hmm. and you're an administrative assistant and you're having to work, quote unquote, a job. Yeah. But you got a side hustle going on. How can you inspire others through your creativity as an administrative assistant in order to help you fulfill your purpose? Mm. Which how can you be the best administrative assistant possible and inspire others? And does that mean um, that you have. Uh, that you use your creativity in PowerPoint presentations, that you use your creativity in, um, you know, putting together meetings. How do you lean into your purpose in where you are? So that's number one. Number two is if you're so far out of your swim lane and you're miserable, get out. go find something else to do. Yeah. Because what will happen is your engagement will drop, your productivity will drop, you'll, be a, you'll end up being a miserable employee. Mm-hmm. Not on purpose because you're a miserable person, but because you're not in your right swim lane. It's bad for the it's bad for the employer and it's bad for you. Yeah. Go find another swim lane. Now, that to say, you got to back up one more step and say, if somebody feels like they're stuck, mm-hmm. um, go to your board of directors and have a conversation. Mm-hmm. That's why you have to have a board. 
because you got to go to your board and have a conversation. Hey, I feel stuck. I feel like I'm not living out my purpose. My engagement's dropping. My productivity's dropping. I'm not being, you know, the best employee I could possibly be. What do I do? That's why you have a board. Go have that conversation. So um, leaning into your purpose is important. It keeps you engaged, keeps you highly productive, um, and it keeps you it keeps you moving, it keeps you motivated. Yeah. For sure. For sure. You haven't sneezed or coughed in like the last five minutes. I'm, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> so that's it. Three things going into the new year. Write down your purpose. Mm-hmm. What's the second one? Check your board. Yep. And then start looking at your roadmap. And your roadmap, what you need to do, mm-hmm. what you'd like to do. Mm-hmm. Keep your roadmap simple, measurable, and focused on your purpose. I think if you if you focus on these things going into the new year, it'd be a good year. 2018, future's bright. You just saved someone $6,000. In <laughs> coaching. I hope the coaches that listen aren't pissed at me because everybody still needs a coach. Go get a coach. <laughs> but if that helped you... <laughs> Um, that's our that's our end of year gift Coaches to you. Coaches can expand on that. That's right. That's our gift to you. That's our that's our Christmas gift to all of our listeners. Merry Christmas. Isn't that awesome? So hopefully they get something good out of that. So here's what you need to do. Um, direct messages on IG yeah. at Breakfast with Sis Pod. Yep. Your high and low of the year. And what'd you learn? Mm-hmm. Um, if you get a chance, like us on iTunes. Just click the, the thing button. That that means a ton to us because more people see it, more people see the show, blah, blah, blah. But if you get a chance, that would be totally awesome. Um, and everybody have a great, merry, happy Christmas, Hanukkah, um, which is also this, this time of season. Yeah. And um, there's so much to be thankful for. That was last month. It's this month, too. <laughs> I think there's a tremendous amount of gratitude. So next time we talk to everybody it'll be right at the eve of the new year we're going to tease we're going to do a a year in review high lows so love it anything else sis nope it's christmas it's tomorrow i know merry christmas love you sis i'm gonna go to the mall (laughs) not on your (laughs) life love you sis see you bye bye